Hey guys, it's the link up. It's Raina, Jasmine, and Lauren. It's the link up. It's the podcast created for the melanated millennials maneuvering our way through life. Hey, this is my Extra. second line music, guys. Go looking very Mardi Gras. Hey, we are in New Orleans. I cried when I landed. I'm fresh from the freaking parade. I'm fresh from the airport. <laughs> no, you're not, Raina. That's not where you're fresh from. Oh, God. Because. <laughs> where is she fresh from? Y'all, when I tell y'all, I thought about ending me and Raina's friendship through text. <laughs> Just an hour ago. She's tripping. I was done. My girl's tripping. Go ahead. First tell of all, your, tell your side of the story, Let Lauren. me tell y'all how it actually happened. Mm-hmm. So Raina texts me and Jazz is like, hey, can somebody pick me up and take me to the podcasting for us to record? I said, Okay. I didn't respond because, you know, y'all, if y'all don't know, traffic gives me anxiety. So First I'm, I'm going to go on a little jazz. She didn't respond. respond. Okay. I did. I did purposefully. <laughs> okay. So then I feel bad and I'm like, bruh. I was like, okay. If Jasmine can't, then I'll come get you. <laughs> jazz is like, y'all, I'm running late. And I'm like, fuck. I'll go. Girl, I'll, do come I'll do it. I'll do it. No, 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 no. I, first of all, I get there. I call her. She does not answer. I call her again. She does not answer. I text her, Ray. <laughs> Answer the phone. I was in heavy conversation. <laughs> oh, you wanted to walk to the recording. Then, she y'all, wanted. she finally answers the phone. And she's like, oh, my God, come inside, park. <laughs> okay, guys, I want y'all to, first of all, understand the parking situation. There's a parade today. This person lives two steps from the parade route. Where y'all think I had to park? She's like, I see so many parking spots. All of them were by fire hydrant. Oh, my God. That was one. Okay. <laughs> And then she's like, no, no. And then she stopped answering completely. Oh, wow. She goes, come inside. I walk to the house, door locked, ring the doorbell. They can't hear me because she is talking so loud. <laughs> Whenever Laura was outside the door, she told me, she was like, I hear you talking, <laughs> but I don't hear you answering the door. Wait, but when was the text situation? Because we, I was at the parade and yes. I looked down in the group message. I see that you guys are going back and forth. No, we weren't going all, too much back and forth because Raina was not responding. Well, all I see from you is... <laughs> You have five minutes or I'm leaving. I was leaving. I was, at that I, point, I had ended our friendship. So I when I saw the out. five minutes and I'm leaving, I was like, huh? <laughs> so I look and I scroll up. I see where we're at. I see Lauren has been struggling for 25 minutes. Yes. I was like, why has my sis been struggling? This is nothing. I see plenty of spots. So, so I nice. walk outside. Lauren is frantic. <laughs> Very much so. Frantic. And I said, hey, y'all. Y'all move y'all chairs so my friend could park. All these people get up and they move their chairs out the way and they're going to the parking spot right in front of the house. You guys, it was not that easy. Right I had, in front of the house. Point, oh I, had, I had had a whole anxiety attack. Jasmine was not texting back because she knows how I am about traffic and she usually calms me down. Raina is clueless. I was just My sis into the parade. was really frantic and mm-hmm. I understand her life. I understand her anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I should have come out earlier, honestly. I really 30 should've. minutes earlier. <laughs> but when I came out, the problem was resolved in five seconds. Oh, like, this I is so funny because it. it's very much so hot off the press. Literally, this happened less than 30 minutes ago. I get this call from Lauren. She is so pissed. I'm done. Raina is in the background just joked out. She's like, it's Mardi Gras. Oh, my God. I'm turning up. I'm having a great time. Meanwhile, Lauren's like, come and get your friend. Come and get your friend. I'm just so overjoyed. My cousin just had a gender reveal. I'm like, oh, in heaven, it's a girl. And they are just back at it. It is so funny. So, guys, this is Mardi Gras. 
We all know that Lauren does not like the New Orleans energy. Hates so the New Orleans she energy. she was stretched outside of her. that's not true. I don't have a problem with New Orleans, but I was stressed in she traffic. She was stressed, right. And there was no parking She had a spot. very New Orleans moment, and it further confirmed why she didn't want to do just that, which was get in traffic. Y'all ne- listen no, to next our time previous episodes. Right on walking next time. That's so, what she texted me. She was like, honestly, in five minutes, you're walking. Yo, I was like, what? I was, There's so many spots outside. I couldn't outside. wait to talk about this on the podcast, that text message, because I just heard it in like a motherly voice. Like, if you don't get out, get your behind out here in five minutes, you and your friends gonna have to find somewhere else to park. That's how I felt. And it's especially funny if you know Lauren and you know Raina. Yes. Like, you know it Lauren is like, it's Lauren, over. Raina experience. It's over, it and Raina's was. coming outside like What's seven spots. What you saying? This girl kept saying, What's come going on? And I'm like, what am I gonna pack my car up and put it in my purse? Child. <laughs> Where I had to go. I had to go outside. I said, y'all move for my friends. <laughs> Everybody move. Oh, my god! My friend was parked. It was too Yo, much. It, it was too it much was to it. figure out. Yo, it they made it. I'm just out. so happy but that at the end podcast of the day, is still together because we almost split up just like that. <laughs> like, now I see why inside. groups break up. See what I'm saying? Because one of them asked so, the other to pick them up, and they don't come outside. At the end of the day, my friend found the parking. <laughs> As I said, within 30 seconds. Oh, my goodness. And that was it. Y'all, it's pr- it's not gonna be Mardi Gras when y'all are listening, but happy Mardi Gras! We are in hey. New Orleans and it's lit, as you can tell. We love Lauren, we love Raina. We're so happy that they are still friends in this moment. I don't know. Um, We're forever friends. We have to we have We're to move past friends. it. And now she's dropping time. me back off. Oh. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. She's dropping me home. Friend, that's I'm, my ride. Friend, I'm gonna have to bring you because that's not happening. <laughs> it's not. That's my ride. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. That's my girl. No, it is time for my favorite part of the podcast, you guys. It is time for our Being Black in White America moment. Our BBWA moment. The Mardi Gras edition. So, y'all, if you've been to a parade. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Please, please, please forgive me. Ancestors are upset. Okay, I'm so sorry. Y'all, this moment. Is sponsored by the love of our lives, the ancestors. Okay. Thank you. We love you. Forgive me. But since we're talking about Mardi Gras, let's just do a Mardi Gras edition of BBWA. I'm ready. Okay. If you have ever been to a parade in New Orleans as a black person, specifically excluding the Namtok and the Zulu parades. Okay. You know how hard it is to catch beads. What? Okay. Do okay. you remember as a child going to Rex and Endymion? All the white babies are getting parade Everybody, beads. Everyone except for us gets the parade beads. <laughs> unless you have that one, like, father's co-worker who gets down with the with the non-melanated people All and rides the floats. All you get are pity beads? And they will look you in the eye. <gasps> they will look you in the eye and look over you and throw behind you and point out people. You come here and then it's like now my dad has to fight you and like it's trying to drag you off the float because it's disrespectful. And y'all feel like all oh. the white babies have the ladders and like the they, little the whatever ladders. The ladders they're like decorated. Yes. They're like ready. And all the black babies were like <laughs> standing on our father's shoulders yes. as it should be. Is that what ladders. all those things were on the side yes, of the street? Like ladders. I was like, what, why do they have these ladders? Staking out 
three days before not three eating, days before. not sleeping yeah you know i was what like I'm new orleans has a lot of construction workers <laughs> no i didn't know what that was while those the ladders were there gores. it's a joke these are the free goers so it's really like being a black baby mm-hmm. in white mardi gras that's really what this moment is called <gasps> mm-hmm. today they ought to be shining so if if you grew up in new orleans or even went to a new orleans parade as a child you understand our struggle Okay, and so even now, like, when I go with my little cousins or something, it's like, it brings me back. I'm like, do I have PTSD when I'm looking you in your eye? And I don't know if you guys know about, like, just Mardi Gras proper etiquette, right? So when you're trying to catch beads from floats, once you make eye contact, like, that's it. You have to give me something. Like we We made that connection. That that is my bead. So whatever you have back there, throw it on over. These people will look at you in your eye and just shake their head. Or... Like, hold the teddy bears up and, you know, prance it in front of your face. <gasps> it has happened so and many times. And throw it times. to the white baby. And throw it to the white baby. It's ha- it has happened so many times. That is so disrespectful. It's happened, especially, like, in the notable, like, you know, non-melanated parades. Like, the really, I don't want to call names. Or did I already do that? No, like, Indian but, Man. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. No, we put them out there. Like, the big Rex, parades we put them out there, that are... That are like traditionally white parades. Yeah. yeah. But if you go to the traditionally black parades, they're gonna look out for you. Like the Zulu, mm-hmm. the Namtak. Yep. They're gonna look out for you. They're gonna know they know already the struggle because they've been there. But at the Endemian, they don't know the struggle. It's the white privilege really showing themselves. It really is. But it's so crazy because I went to Zulu one time, the Zulu parade, and it was a buku white people out there, right? Mm-hmm. All of them catching stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, we show so love why to everybody. we we show love to everybody? So why now me hearing as a, y'all as children are basically scarred? No. I'm scarred because I need y'all. How do you discriminate with bees? And I always forget about Bring it until this time of the year. Okay. No, well we're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're going too far. <laughs> Bring me to the applause for you. I need to go to Jean Dion. It's not. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Wow. Raina, what is it called? I don't care how bad it gets. It I'm again, not Raina. going to the La Plata. <laughs> no, no, what's the official name? Who is Every Jean Sunday LeBlanc? before Mardi Gras, Jean d'Arc. Oh, my God. I was the queen of Jean d'Arc. Now she was Oh, we queen. have a former queen in our I presence. Was. I'm going to show y'all pictures later. La Plata royalty. No matter how With racist the, crown. the New Orleans parades get. <laughs> I will never. It's a lie. Make my way to the It's a lie. Once I bring y'all there, y'all gonna be like, wow, this it's is up. lit as hell. Wow, oh I gosh. wanna come here every week. Not to the Laplace parade. We're gonna say, <laughs> wow, I wanna go to the Laplace parade every, every week, week. But it only rolls one time oh my a year. She's delusional. So, guys, um, <laughs> it's not true. Y'all that will is love our it. Being black, well, being a black child in white Mardi Gras. Oh okay? my god, that was It's a thing. It really is a thing. It's a thing and it just came to me. I just recall like who I need I need to call my therapist. I think I need to call a therapist after that. That's why I say a little pause for you. (laughs) Well (laughs) now it's time to get into our actual topic. Okay. Y'all trying to figure it out. This topic I have been as successful with figuring it out as I was with trying to find a parking spot (laughs) earlier today. Figure out what? I don't even know. Life. Everything. Like, it just wasn't supposed to be like this. You don't know where you're going to go. No. What you're going to do. How you're going to end up. How long you need to be there. Everything is up in the air. (laughs) And it's like, it it just wasn't supposed to be like this. And y'all, if you guys don't know the it that we're talking about is life oh yeah that yeah trying to figure out this whole life situation because it's deeper than adulting 
right? This is just trying just to one figure aspect. everything out. And as we think through this particular topic, I can't help but think about all of the conversations that I've had with like peers. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for some reason, like right now, every time I ask someone like, how's it going? How, you know, how's everything? Everybody's just like, Ooh, I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out. Girl, everything is good. My job is cool, but I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, taking it a day at a time. Yeah. They, it's like, they always let out like this sigh, like, Oh, and it's like, girl, you ain't got to say nothing. Right. When you hear the sigh, (laughs) you know that we're on the same level. Right. Right. I get it. Because when we were kids or when we were even going through school, we thought that the path that we were on was going to bring us millions at the age of 25. Who are you kidding? Like Like, I was supposed to be on a yacht right now. And I think that's the part that makes it the hardest is because we, like, it it wasn't supposed to be like this, right? (laughs) So when we think about when we were planning for life, 18, 19, 20 years old, even 21, I know for me, I was like, okay, 25, I should be on my second G-Wagon, if not, you know, moving into, like, the Range family. Hello. Um, Houses. Houses. Oh, houses, plural. But not just a, a house, like. A mansion. Dream house. Mansion. Dream house. Plural. I was p- going to be pulling up to my dream house. And even when I had to get a little debt for law school, literally my mentality, which is so funny now that I think about it, <laughs> I remember signing those papers and I was like, I'm not tripping because when I graduate, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm just going to pay so it I'm off. I'm going like, to write one check. Two days after I graduate. I'm so going to just too. write the check. And like, so yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sign me up. But when I think about it, I'm like, why did I think that? Because I don't. I don't know about you guys, but I don't have any other lawyers in my family. I don't either. So I really don't know where I developed this mindset from that I was like, yeah, I'm going to for sure be a millionaire two seconds after I graduate (laughs) from law school. It's just so unrealistic now that I think about it because I feel like the reason why we thought we would have it all figured out because we always did what we were supposed to do, right? Mm -hmm. We always did the right thing. You know, we graduated. We did good in undergrad. Then we got into law school. We did good in law school. We graduated law school. Then we got a job. And then, you know, we got good jobs. And it was like, okay, now I figured it out. I've made it. Bingo. Now, give me the keys to my G-Wagon all my Chanel purses, and all my cash because I'm about to go get on my yacht and y'all aren't going to see me for three months. Yeah, M's. I wish. Millions. Like, oh, we were supposed to have drivers. I was trying to park <laughs> at the parade earlier and I was just like, no, literally, I need a driver. I told my brother that. I was like, where's my driver? Because I just don't think that I should have to ride and look for parking for 30 minutes. Like, it's not conducive to my life. But so, we were humbled. We, we were very life humbled. has humbled us. Life so what happens us. when you're at this moment where you're like, okay, I'm humbled. So now where do you go from here? I think it looks different when you look at your life professionally, relationally, even like from a friendship perspective, socially, right. mm-hmm. like everything is just totally different than what we thought it would be. Right. And so I think you just have to take it one piece at a time. I feel like that I am at the age where it's like, I'm too young to feel like I have to choose something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But then I'm too old to not know at least what that path may look like. So true. And so it's so hard because, Jazz, you're right. I do, I do love what I do on an everyday basis. But that doesn't bring me the coins that I need to live this fabulous life that I want. And I feel like I work hard and I deserve. And so it's me constantly being like, okay, what else can I do that can not only – that 
that not only will pay me, but that I'll also enjoy. Cause I never wanted to be one of those people that was, that had those jobs that made a lot of money, but it didn't feed me. Yeah. You know? And, and so I'm, I'm like really stuck almost now in between like two career paths. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, do I stay where I am and, you know, eventually just move up and kind of find a side hustle here and there? Or is it like, do I even look for a different career path? Yeah. And something else that I may enjoy. And the answer is, I don't know. It's like, I want to be successful. I want to set my family up. But I also want to be very happy because I think it's okay to try different things. Mm-hmm. I think whenever you're in the space that we are all at, and I'm speaking really just of where we're at, which is no one is married. Even if you're in serious relationships, no one is married and no one has children. So you're able to move around a little bit more than someone who is on the other side. Mm-hmm. And you're able to figure out in this age and the standpoint that you're at, like, let me just try this. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay because I can try this too. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work out, that's okay too because I can try this as well. Yeah. So I think that it's okay to be unsure in this area. Absolutely. And I think that is a little bit of of what I was trying to get at as it relates to just being true to yourself as it relates to what season you're in. Because it is okay if you don't have it, quote unquote, figured out. It is okay if that purpose profit matrix hasn't completely aligned for you yet. And to your point, that exact explanation is why I felt a sense of urgency to take my leap of faith in the way that I did. Because it was just like... I know that I am moving towards family, marriage, children, and just that season of my life. So in lieu of that, now is the time for me to try different things and do all that I can to make sure that I am seeking this purpose profit matrix, right? While I have the time and the liberty, the financial liberty, just in general, the liberty to make those types of decisions where I don't have to think about, oh, Lord, but I have kids, my husband, all of these different things. And I think that's why it's important to understand where you are and to embrace that and to do exactly what you're saying. Try different things. Try it. Now is the time. Who when cares? You don't have to think about all those different components, you know, to your life. And yeah. you, can, you can be a little selfish and being like, okay. Because at that time, you need to be set. Like, when that stuff happens, you won't have that same flexibility. Yeah. There will be a lot more How at risk. How feel, though? And it's like... I, I do get that point, but how do y'all feel about where you stand, like, mentally? And, like, as far as, like, your peace of mind, as far as, like, going to sleep at night and being like, okay, it's going to be okay. Like, what do y'all do to feel like that? Because I know me personally, like, I never had anxiety growing up. Mm-hmm. And now I didn't realize where it was coming from. I've started having anxiety. And I it's so crazy because I told y'all whenever we got to Detroit – I was on the plane and we were about to take off um, from Dallas to Detroit and I had an anxiety attack and I had never felt anything like that before. Like I thought I was going to have to deboard the flight. Mm -hmm. I was hot. I was sweating. I couldn't breathe. I needed water. And I was like, what is making this happen to me? And And I realized it happened to me while I was driving like a week or so later. And I was talking to my mom about it and I realized that that unsureness, that that almost instability that I feel in my career is what is bringing that on. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult. I'm living in a space every day that is completely unsure and uncertain. Mm-hmm. But what I find peace in is knowing that I have to take every day 
one day at a time. Yeah. And so when you're living in this season of uncertainty and transition, it's it's great to be future oriented and to think about the future, but you really do have to take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And you'll realize how God has it all mapped out, right? This day aligns with this day. And that even if you can't feel it in the moment, like I'm finally in the space where things are literally unfolding and coming together. Mm-hmm. And like, don't get me wrong. I've had my days. Like I've actually, oh, have. I have had my days. Okay. During this journey. But when I, when, when God brings me back to the space of just heavenly perspective, I'm always reminded that one, God has it already figured out. Right. right? All things work together for the good of those who love God. Mm-hmm. Period. Romans 8 and 28. I have to stand on that. And secondly, there's still so much beauty in today. And I know in the beginning, like we always talk about embracing your now in order to be able to appreciate your next and all those things. We've, we've said that many times, but honestly, we really do have to take a step back from always trying to figure it out and just appreciate where we are because what will happen is we'll get 35 or 30 or whatever. And then we'll say, what happens to our twenties? Yeah. You know, but we were so, we can't be so obsessed with trying to figure it out. And we are all like a type ambitious women. So we want to be in a space where it's secure. It's certain we are doing exactly what we want to do. We're getting paid what we want to get paid, but that takes a little bit of the edge right out of, of, out of what God is doing. And so what we really have to do is just enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Embrace the process. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. Oh, so hard. But if, if you really take this one day at a time, approach I'm telling you it, it relieves you and giving yourself some grace too, mm-hmm. like that part because yeah. you have to remember the journey is really a part of the process yeah it, it is. really is it's like you're learning mm-hmm. every single day you're seeing what you like and what you don't like yeah what you will take and what you won't take mm-hmm. and the journey is something to actually be appreciative of because at the end of that journey you're going to be confident of where you stand yeah right. no for sure and if you didn't have the journey you just up and we're blessed with everything, which is amazing as well. But like those of us who have to go through the journey, you can be very you appreciative of where you are mm-hmm. at at the end. Yeah. yeah. And like sure. hearing y'all speak, it does make me realize that a lot of times I, one, I am too hard on myself and two, I don't take a step back and look at how my life has been blessed in so many other ways and focusing on what is not working out the way I think that it should almost shows a sign of ingratitude to all that God has already done for me. And so I'm seeing that I need to stop focusing on trying to figure it out because the one thing I do know is God has it figured out. Mm -hmm. And if I take a step away from almost obsessing about that and instead obsessing about the different areas in my life where I'm so blessed, like we're in New Orleans right now. I'm in New Orleans with two of my closest friends and we're recording this. Like that is a blessing in and of itself, you know? So it is, but it is, it is difficult. And it what is. I found that like, I have to be intentional about doing that mm-hmm. and, I, and about fixing my thoughts to focus on that as opposed to Agreed. the lack or the, the strategy behind Agreed. what I'm trying to do, because we are so surrounded by just this fast pace of ambition, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to, ah, we're trying to figure out and I get it and I love it. I think that that's amazing. But because of that, because that's the pace of our society and our culture right now, we have to be intentional as it relates to taking a step back and just being like, you know what, God, 
Thank you. And it's ironic that you brought this up because this happened to me in prayer this week as I was journaling and trying to set my intentions about what I wanted to manifest and all those things. And in the middle of all of that and being specific about what I was expecting and all of that, which all those things are great. Like the Holy Spirit kind of arrested my heart and said, okay, let's stop. And let's just thank God for what he has given you in this moment. Right. And to think about those things, I had to literally write down the things that I was grateful for because I never want to be so obsessed with what I'm expecting from God Mm -hmm. that I don't appreciate what God has already given me because he has given you so much so He's much. Given so, us much. So, much. Yeah. so much and that's a fact like that we must so much and we, we can't even thankful if for. we started mm-hmm. listing the things y'all we will be here until next Mardi Gras which a facts is God deserves is all no, of it no but it's like to your point like you really do have to be intentional about that and like when you when you feel those anxious thoughts coming and I'm mm-hmm. speaking to you and as I'm speaking to myself as well like when you feel those anxious thoughts coming and you feel like God I don't know what's next or what's what about at the end of the year what about in september what yeah. about in fall what am i going to yeah. be doing then or mm-hmm. i know i know you blessed me with this contract yeah. for this month but is it going to really last right or what it, you know like oh, i've had all like but god has listen if i'm providing now i will provide later yeah Facts. the same god that's providing today will be the same god that's providing later and so you just have to rest in that mm-hmm. and this is the true space of faith we it's talk about space. it like that's all it yeah. is all it is that is, is exactly faith. what it is i think about it all the time i literally try to bring myself back because we all have these like quote-unquote weak moments the devil is a lie we're yeah. like oh i'm not doing what i'm supposed to do i look on instagram two seconds and people are doing more than me and i become unappreciative of my now mm-hmm. and what i'm doing right now right and when i think about it i get so sick because i'm like yeah. God, you have blessed me in so many ways, Mm -hmm. in so many ways. And I have to continue to be thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Whenever you get in those weak spaces, think about your now and what you have going for you now. You have to, and you have to take captive of every thought. Right. It's another scripture. Like you literally have to, and it's hard. So hard. It's terrible. It's so hard. It's awful. It's hard. Especially if you're going through a bad time. Girl, like Mm -hmm. you have to be intentional because like you said, the devil is a liar. And if, if he gets a a centimeter of your mental space, it's over. Next thing you know, you go from scrolling on Instagram, thinking like, Oh, look at my friend. Girl, you look cute. To like, Oh my freaking God. My life sucks. What am I doing? I'm about to quit. I'm I'm walking out. I don't have this. I'm unsuccessful. Like (laughs) I'm about to go. Why am I here? What's going on? (laughs) I'm about to Zara order everything on the 50% because I need to get a whole new wardrobe <laughs> and I'm about like to get a whole new hairstyle. Right? No, for real. So I think another thing, and I really stand by this, because of, again, the pace of our society and even how much we're exposed to other people's highlights in our life via social media, I think that is very imperative to take a step back from social media sometimes. I agree. Whether I do it's that. A day I do that. Or yeah. a few hours or whatever. Like I think to give your mind a mental break from the exposure that you're seeing or just the pace at which you're seeing others success, quote unquote, like yeah. you you really have to take a step back whether, you know, depending on how you know, you decide how long, but I think that's also really really helpful in this space and season of quote-unquote trying to figure it out right i I love fasting it depends on whatever your fast is for you Mm -hmm. but if it's like if it's five days it's 10 days if it's 40 days Mm -hmm. if it's six months whatever it is for you to get you back into a centered space i think it is very notable to fast and take that time for yourself yeah 
I agree. I think what makes trying to figure it out so hard is that it's not just like one aspect of our lives that we're trying to figure out, right? Mm -hmm. We don't just have to figure out things in our professional lives, but relationships and relationships with either a partner or a friend. Like those relationships start to look different. They, some Mm -hmm. get more serious, some change. And, you know, sometimes some people aren't Mm -hmm. as accepting that maybe your friendship doesn't look like it looked five years ago because you're not that person you were five years ago. Do y'all have, you know, have y'all been experiencing things like this in y'all's relationships? Like I said, whether it's with your partner or whether it's with a friend or friend groups. Yeah. I think that that's just like the nature of growing older, that things literally change. And you have to be willing and open to the change Mm -hmm. to accept it appropriately. Because if you're still stuck in the 18-year-old mindset, you're going to butt heads with not only your friends, but your partner. And that's a problem. You have to continue to evolve and realize what space you're in. And a lot of us are in this, I don't know what I'm going to do space prior to 30. And so I think that if you're more open to this space you're able to maneuver in your friendships and relationships. And I think that also puts pressure on some of your relationships to particularly sometimes relationships with, with friends because you are in this space and season of, I'm trying to figure it out. You don't have time to try to figure that out too. Right? Like as things are, as things are changing um, and as you're in this space of trying to figure out your life in general, we don't have time to try to figure out the other small, like, I can't, I can't focus on that right now. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. I can't I'm problem you. solving I can't, your life right now. I can't figure out, I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't. I'm with so you. So I think that the being in this season of I'm trying to figure it out also puts pressure on those types of relationships um, as well, because it's kind of like, you just, you just go with the flow. And if it's moving, it's moving. If not, then... I want you as a good friend or a partner to know what stage that we're in in life and to be able to understand that I really can't put the time in the pettiness. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're moving past that because we have this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's in front of us. Sis, we're trying to, we're trying we're to, trying to really we're figure to it out. Peace. Absolutely. And so I really want us all to be on the same page, honestly. Yeah. And if I have to have a conversation with you about it, I will because I love and respect all my friendships, all my relationships, and I want them to continue to thrive, but I want us to be on the same page. Yeah. And we all have to be on the same page to thrive in this space because it's a hard yeah. space to be in. It, it is. is. And I think what makes it harder whenever you look at relationships like with a partner about figuring out, because one, you don't have it figured out. And then you're trying to not only figure out something for yourself, but something with someone else as well. Right. And so you have to sometimes you make decisions that involve you and that person. And it's not a burden, but it's just something you have to do. And so it makes things even harder. It's like, how can I figure it out for us and where we're, we're going to be in the next two to three years. And I don't even know where I'm going to be next month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so trying to figure it out in the grander scheme of things right making decisions individually while also keeping in mind your relationship your right? partner yeah. because that's somebody that, you want to spend the rest of your life absolutely with. Right. how that will affect them so then like for example if you have a situation where you have to move which we've talked about then trying to trying to make trying to make sure that that's in the best you know interest of 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 the relationship or you individually and your particular goals if it's vice versa so it is it is a it is a thing yeah it is a thing but I think overall 
our overall theme in in this whole trying to figure it out season is is really that you just have to trust God. And I really, really pray that our listeners grab hold to that, even as we individually grab hold to that and not take it as something that's cliche or passive. But honestly, God has it figured out, guys. Like God has it all figured out. He's seen it I before promise. all of us. I promise yeah. he does. And so take it one day at a time, whether it's professionally, whether it's in a relationship with your boo, whether it's in a, a friendship with one of your girls mm-hmm. or guys, whatever it is, take it one day at a time. And every day surrender to him. Start your day off with the gratitude exercise before right. you ask God for anything or you start thinking about anything else before you turn to social media or you turn to your texts or emails Write down the things that you're thankful for. Turn your intentions and your focus in your heart on on those things, right? And allow that to set the pace for your day. Everything else will be laying you out. Start your day off with affirmation. Yeah, for sure. Get your mind right at the beginning. And I think another Mm -hmm. good part about this episode or another good dynamic of this episode is just that we are all in this together. That's what I was going to say. Don't feel alone. And we are still trying to figure it out. Absolutely. Not that, you know, being a lawyer makes you better or anything like that but it's just like sometimes problem solvers and and we can't solve our own problems it's easy for people to look at our lives and say oh well you're a lawyer you're doing this you're thriving and just think that you have it all together people often look at persons with stable careers and they're like oh you must have it figured out you still may not yeah no and it's it's 100% (laughs) true yeah and so we are all in this together honestly Mm -hmm. we're in our like I don't know what's about to be the next year phase of our lives we want it to be great we're not sure what's going to happen all we can do is trust in God no matter where we are no matter what our skill set is we have to have the faith to make it happen yeah and it's comfort in knowing that like I'm not going through this alone. So this conversation with y'all today has just been so helpful because sometimes, you know, we retreat when we have things like that go on and we don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so talking about it and talking it out now just makes me feel so much better about my situation because I know it's not just just me. Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) Girl, I wish you would call me when you're thinking like that because I might be thinking like that too. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and that's that's another another point to this this whole trying to figure it out season. Get, make sure your tribe around you is are people that you can call right. on when you're having these moments and can pray you through and encourage you and let you know, girl, you're not in this by yourself. God Facts. has you. And I do too. Like, what do you Facts. need? Right. Like, you are amazing. You will be who you desire to be. So give it time. Ha- be patient with your process and, and trust God, y'all. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's, it's all okay. Work out. So up on okay. the other side of Just it. Just wait, y'all. Just and be patient. enjoy your life through the process. Be once patient. you make it, you you're going to be like, I enjoyed that journey. Oh, absolutely. You're going to be like, I was crying over that. Look at Why me now. Why was I right. tripping? Why was I tripping, I tripping on that? Because when you think about it, look at any other stage in your life absolutely. where you dealt with certain situations. You're like, wow, I was tripping then. Look at me now. Mm-hmm. Wow, I was tripping there. Look at me now. All the way up to where you are now. So, yes, you might be in an awkward time. But trust me, in a few years, maybe five days from now, who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all on God's timing. Yeah. But you are going to look at this stage and say, I was tripping then. Look at me now. And my grandmother would say in this moment, stop trying to figure it out. God has it already worked out. That was just a little Baptist, little hymn for y'all or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) As we go out to get this crawfish, because it's the Mardi Gras. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why don't I have my little Mardi Gras song, like, queued up? Like, you know, what am I supposed to play? All right. All right. (laughs) We're out. We're about to.
had to get some crawfish, <laughs> and hopefully Raina and Lauren don't get into it again tonight. I'm done with her. Um, so. This is my <laughs> She loves me forever. See y'all later. We love you guys. Bye, guys. Bye.